How long have you been in the Navy? Oh, me a blow made life. I'm Jamie Britt. And I'm Heath Britt. And together we are E14. We have 40 years of naval service. And each week we discuss a potpourri of topics, which we like to call smoke pit topics. These are real world topics that concern us, our marriage, and our Navy with a sailor twist. So join us each week as we dive into the deep end. Booyah! Everybody, welcome back to E14 Podcast. I'm Jamie Britt. And I'm Heath Britt. And together we are E14. And we have a very special guest with us today, Master Chief Carpio. Thank you so much for being on with us. Well, thank you guys for having me. I appreciate the invite. You know, I've been watching you guys' show and love what you guys are doing. And uh, to be a, a part of it, uh, it's humbling. So I appreciate you all for the invite. And, uh, you know, here I am. No, uh, Master Chief, the the pleasure is all over, all over here because you are a, uh, a force to be reckoned with in your community. A great, a great chief, great match chief, and a great, great leader and brother. Uh, I appreciate you being here. Yeah, definitely. Before we get going on our topic, our topic today is hold fast through love. Our Valentine's episode. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> we're gonna do a disclaimer just to make sure we're covering all of our all of our butts. Gotta cover right? our butt, baby. Uh, the views and opinions expressed in this podcast are those of our own and not the United States Navy or our respective commands. So take it or leave it. Yes. Or you can leave it. It doesn't don't, matter. Don't leave it. Take it. All right, Master Chief. <laughs> would you mind introducing yourself for us? Uh, yes. So uh, most of you know me as uh, Master Chief Carpio, uh, but my name is Jose Carpio. I've been in the Navy for 23 years now, about to hit 24 here on the 21st of this month. I am married. I do have two boys, 16 and 21. I've been married for 21 years, so I know all about love and holding steady fast because, you know, it's a, it's always a constant walk, as I like to call it. Uh, Definitely. But, you know, no, uh, that's awesome. just with me in a nutshell. Yeah. To, for anybody that don't know, uh, first of all, we're all in the Navy. 21 years of marriage and staying in the Navy. For most of that, you were married. That's a huge accomplishment. And also, 23, 24 years is not a master chief at your caliber and where you're at in your career. It's pretty quick. So you're pretty much, I would say, on the fast track. So that's awesome. That just tells you about the caliber of person we have with us today. I appreciate so, the kind words, brother. Thank you. Well, actually, you know, one of the things that uh, has always inspired me in your leadership is that you you uh, acknowledge us sailors, you know, no matter if we are, um, you know, all over the country, it doesn't matter if we're in Millington with you or not, but you always acknowledge what we're doing and how hard we're grinding. And that's just that just shows love uh, through your leadership. Mm -hmm and how important uh, it makes us feel important it makes us feel you know like our daily grind is worth it it's, I, I understand the grind you know i've never <laughs> forgotten where i came from right. you know god bless you guys heart that are out there doing uh you know the hard work that not too many people see and that most times they do take for granted so if i could show you some love um by all means it's the least i could do yeah um, so one of the things that inspired us was you do on Saturdays, you do a, a Bible talk on your Facebook and we were scrolling through Facebook yeah. one Saturday and you were speaking on love and that's kind of what inspired us to do this, this podcast. And then you so graciously accepted our invitation, but you were talking about 
love being an action, not yeah. a feeling. It's like a verb. Yes. Can I expand on that a little more? <clears throat> yes. So, you know, I did, um, you know, uh, I struggled with love a lot. You know, I always articulated love to a feeling, you know, and it, uh, it was very, very hard in my marriage at first. And it was always very hard for me to do the right thing because I was like, oh, I'm not feeling it. Oh, I don't want to do that. I don't want to be fake, you know, but then I had to come to, to realize what love truly meant. And it was me finding God and going through it. You know, and the Bible does say that God is love. You know, and when you allow God to get in your heart and lead you, um, he does. And I, and you know, and I, and I think the, the passage that you were referring to, if you, if you, you know, if I could just read it, you know, it, uh, yes, definitely. perfect. You know, it, it, it came from, uh, it comes, I should say, from the book of 1 John, and it's in chapter 4, uh, and it is verse 18. And it's very powerful to me. And I one thing that I'm learning is how to let scripture talk to you for those of you that are believers, right? So for it, so it reads, uh, there is no fear in love. So, in, you know, um, so when you think about it, it's almost saying there's no fear in God. Uh, mm -hmm. But there's no fear in love, which, you know, God lives in our heart. But perfect love casts out fear uh, because fear has torment, you know, um, and he that fears is not made perfect in love. And what stands out to me to that in that passage is if I'm with God and I'm following the things of God, there's nothing for me to be afraid of because I know he's always going to protect me and be with me. Who brings torment? Fear. You know, that's society, a promotion, you know, right. uh, you know, bills, anxiety, other people. And they torment your soul and your spirit that, you know, sometimes we don't become or act the way that we want to because we're afraid of what somebody might think or whatever it may be. So if you just somehow block all that outside and you just focus on you and I could care less if you're going to receive what I'm about to tell you or not, and you just do it. You know, it's just you you start learning how to truly love. Um, and love is an action. I, I realized I don't have to feel it to act on it. But the more that I act on it, the more I start feeling it. So I have to act before I feel. Does that make sense? Yeah, yes, no, definitely, yes. definitely. I like what you said about like the, yourself, you know, focusing on yourself. And, right. and and that actually kind of leads us into what we wanted to talk about first is, is, is the act of loving yourself. You know, mm -hmm. I know that you said you, you found God and you, uh, you know, asked him into your life and that was your spiritual love for yourself. You know, I know you work out uh, <laughs> and most everyone that's going to listen in knows that you're avid, you know, working out and mentally uh, just feeding yourself. How, what are some of the ways that you, uh, you know, are able to love yourself? <clears throat> well, first, um, you know, you have to come to the un self understanding that you matter and that you have to love yourself. <clears throat> you know, I can't change how God made me. You know, I can't change my height, my acne scars, you know, my accent, where I'm from, my parents. You know, I was born and this is. I was made perfect through Christ because he created me, if you believe that. But a lot of our times we don't, uh, we have a hard time loving ourselves in, or understanding that we matter because of what society says. You know, um, oh, he's tall, he's handsome, 
these models. They have a better car than I do. They have a better house than I do. They have a better job or their higher rank, you know, and then you start you start focusing more on your flaws. And if I'll be honest, that was me for like four to 40 years of my life. And I'm 42 years old. So I just figured this all out. Yeah. So ooh, it, it took it be a long time for what you see to manifest, you know, because I hated my life. I really, really did. I, I, I thought I was ugly. I thought that my acne scars, uh, you know, um, they used to get in my way so I wouldn't be confident to even come on camera with you. I'd be like, man, mm -mm, I ain't doing that. Wow. I was ashamed of myself, my height, my acne, you know, my hair. I was, I didn't find anything until I broke and I was like, oh, what else? I'm tired of living empty inside and I hate not loving life. And that was me. And then I realized, hey man, I matter. And it, you know, I, I, I deserve to be happy. So you deserve to be happy. Remember that. And um, once you truly, truly understand that and you know that you are here for a reason, then you start loving yourself. Then you start investing in yourself. And it does and it doesn't become a chore because now you're doing it for you. I, you know, I love both of you and don't take this the wrong way, but like I tell my wife, maybe I don't do it for you. I do it for me. Wow. You know? um, and Put yourselves first. And when you do, your partner matters and you'll matter more to them because you just become a better person for them. You right. Know? That's right, Master Chief. You're 100% correct. And that comes with your with your spouse or your significant other. It also comes with your sailors, too. You can't take care of them until you take care of yourself. That's that is that is a hundred percent correct what you said. It ain't just guys that feel that girls Which that feel that way. We we learned uh, the hard way that yeah. you got to take care of yourself. Yeah. You know, uh, and <laughs> I thought it was. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you, you know, uh, for those that are just listening in, uh, he has had a stroke and he's learning to to that take a step back from work and take care of himself right now. Um, and the work will be there, but this is really good insight for him as well, you know, to, to look back and say, okay, I matter. I got to take care of myself. Yeah, no, you said it right. He, you know, it's, we get so focused on the job, the job, and then we, we care about our sailors because I've always cared about them, but I wasn't no good to them because I wasn't right mentally or physically that where I want to help you, man, but I'm tired right now. I want to make that way. Yeah. You know, it, it, we just take a toll and, and my outlet was drinking, eating, you know, where I ballooned to 200 pounds. And those of you know me, you know, I'm a short, short man. <laughs> so imagine my shortness at 200 pounds walking around like a little ball, you know? Um, <laughs> And the funny thing is that I was in the Navy. I wasn't in within weight standards. I was not. And I made chief of that weight. Right. You know, like, um, and I was just way out of standards, but that was an old Navy. And, you know, and, and, and you know, I used that experience to, to try to help people. Like, look, no, you matter, man. What do you do for you? Wake right. up early, read, meditate, go walk. Do you take care of you? Because if you don't take care of you, you can't help anybody. You just can't. Right. And I feel you. I had my, my weight, my weight would fluctuate a lot. Uh, and that really put a damper on my psyche. It really screwed yeah. me up. I mean, when I, when I got to a fixed weight 
you know, where I'm at now, it just hits helped me tremendously as far as my confidence. And when you're confident, you can take on the world, right? So, oh, yeah. So, no, you know, no. and we talk about, uh, we talk about taking care of yourself so that you can take care of other people. And that's actually what we were going to transition to next is our mm-hmm. shipmates, yeah. our coworkers. How do we lead or how do we hold fast through love with them? And actually, our recent experience, we've seen our coworkers an outpouring of love. Yeah. Uh, as we unloaded our plates so quickly, you know, uh, can you take this? Uh, guy, I had a sailor, a future sailor shipping off. Can you take care of him? Can you do this? Can you do that? As we had to deal with our, you know, with he going to the hospital, we've seen love throughout our coworkers, shipmates. Yeah, you know, um, I think that that we get ahead of ourselves. The hardest thing to do with love is let go and trust. But yep. we're so wired not to trust, so we don't even ask. We only ask when it comes to be like an emergency, like like you were just saying. Unfortunately, what happened to Heath, nobody wants it to happen. But once you let your guard down, people are like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And vice versa, right? We don't offer because we're like, well, I don't know. I ain't trying to get in your way. I don't, I don't, you know, I don't, right. you know, don't want to, you know, just force myself to help you. So it's like it's it's like a wall. One side wants to help, the other side wants to help, but the wall is like, hey, who who takes the first step? You know, um, and I think that it's 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 knowing that, and then just realizing. So it, it's a powerful word, you know, shipmate and coworker. Which is which? Is there a wrong or or, or right? It just depends on you, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I like to use the word the word coworker uh, just because to me that's fellowship. It's like, okay, we're cool. I've never been a guy that, that's been in rank, that's pulled rank or, you know, or I mean, hey, I'm a mess chief, do this. It's like, hey, man, you know, if you know me, you know, good, bad, or indifferent, I call everybody bro. I call everybody girl, <laughs> you know, all the young ladies, right? And it's no, it's just how I speak because I want to connect with you. Like, hey, we're, we're in this together. I'm no better than you. I've just been in the Navy longer than you. I've just been doing this longer than you. I've been recruiting for 21 years. So, yeah. you know, so, so this is all I know. Some people say, hey, man, you, you know, you made it. Like, I know Heath, you know, God, God bless your heart. You know, he gave me a compliment, man. You've been steadfast. But it's not, it, yeah, did I work hard? Of course. You know, have I been blessed? Yes. But I've just been doing it a lot longer. You know, wow. um, so it's not that I'm better. I'm not. I've just been at it longer than you. You know, that's and that's that's what we have to just agree and get put our egos aside and just come in fellowship. It's all for the job. It's all to do the Navy's mission and to take care of each other and to better each other for our families. Because you know, the Navy's never gonna it's not gonna be here forever. So, um, that's true. As we approach uh, retirement on our end, well, with Heath, you know, that we've we've been noticing that, like, okay, hey, it's okay to let someone else take charge now. You're you're you know getting ready to retire, and it's not going to be forever. We're not in the navy forever, so like you said, it's it's just a communal thing in in working together. It, it just we as military members, I've noticed the camaraderie. Uh, you know, when someone is going through something, um, it's it's no questions asked. They're just taking, taking, mm-hmm. taking on the extra workload. And for those that don't know, for those that are listening, uh, recruiting is a work 
load. So for you to have been into recruiting for 20 <laughs> years is like serving like five presidency terms <laughs> as far as stress goes. It's a big Speaking of letting people take, I got a new chief. He just picked it up. My LPO picked up chief. So all the E5 evals, guess who got them? That's you, baby. Learn. That was baby. easy. Easy day. Here, here, buddy. <laughs> yeah, he, he said, this is the worst handoff ever. <laughs> but well, know, I actually, had it, I had it off before I had the stroke. So he had, he had a couple of days heads up. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. But, but it's hard. It's just, it's hard to let go. Yeah. Because we care. It's not that yeah. we want to be control freaks. We just want to take care of the sailors. That's it. And we, and we forget to take care of ourselves. Right. Yeah. 100% correct. And then, um, you know, as far as the home front goes, yeah. you know, uh, a lot of us military members deploy. Uh, we have to love through parenting. And our and, yeah. um, that that is hard to be gone. You know, it's hard to be away from your children and to still feel like a good parent and to hold fast to love through that. It, you know, a lot of times we're working till, you know, seven o'clock at night or whatever, and they still got to eat, do homework, all of these things, you know, obviously we don't feel like doing homework or anything, but it's, you know, have you experienced that with your kids as far as, the time for the job oh yeah you know um <clears throat> you know unfortunately one of the things um, that happened to me is i don't have uh i i'm working on it now but i don't have the greatest relationship with my oldest because i was always at work putting in those long hours always volunteering to that so you know with making rank early it's uh you know people see it as a gift um, but you don't also realize what you lose and the sacrifice that comes. So it, it's that balance that we have to learn. And I didn't, I didn't know that until after the fact. So I was always at work, wasn't really there for him, sports, things. <clears throat> so it, it, it's, it's hard to do. What I'm realizing now with my young one is, look, you just have to sacrifice for them. And, and what, what does it mean? It comes back to what we're talking about when you're eating right, when you're working out, you're meditating, you just feel good and you have, you will have more energy. And with that energy, you have to give some of that energy to your kids. You have to invest time in them. It's like, hey, look, um, we're going to do this a couple of times a week, or we're gonna do this, we're gonna do that. Instead of sitting there watching the game or watching this or watching that, and it's hard to do, I get it, or watching a TV show or doing something that's for you. Well, I work all day. Well, yeah, but you're missing that relationship with your kids if you don't take advantage when you have time to be with them. So you, it's of course again to love. I don't feel like going to your game, boy. I don't feel like sitting here playing a game with you, boy, but it's an action and you do wow. it, right. you know? And then when you do it, you realize, you realize like, ah, I hate, I hate the action of doing it, but while I'm doing it, it's like, oh, it's kind of cool. I'm into it now. You know, all right, let's play right, right. whatever, you know. But push you never it. regret doing it. No, you, yeah. you don't, you know, and that and that's the thing. So the biggest thing with love is you're not gonna feel it at first. You have to push through it. Let go of your feeling and just do it. Do it for your kids, focus on them. 
because you might not be getting anything out of it, but they are. Right. Wow. And, you know, and, and, and just remember that. Um, and even for those people that deploy uh, a simple face call, you know, uh, FaceTime or a message or a text message or whatever it may be, do not make the mistakes that I did, that I, I spoiled them by buying them things and thinking that, okay, well, I'm not, I don't, you don't have my time, but I'll give you this to make up for it. No, I just, you know, it's, it's, it takes away from your relationship with them. And you think, and it's like a, it's like blinders that, well, if I buy you this or I give you money, we're good. Right. Uh, yeah, sure. I'll take it as a kid. Right. Right. Emotionally. And, and I'm not good. You know, wow. so, that's so powerful. And yeah. I'm just taking all of that to heart right now because I'm thinking about all the late nights I've spent, uh, you know, and, and all the conversations I've missed or the, you know, soccer games and all of that that I've missed it already. And I just need to make a round turn on that and really start working on that relationship. Yeah, it's hard, especially for you recruiters out there. It really is. Um but if we're honest with each other, you can make time. That's you true. could make time. You know, it's just, and it, you know, and it took, uh, when I was in ACR, my my chief recruiter telling me that, he goes, what are you doing? So well, I'm DPRing. Doesn't your son have a, a, a soccer game today? I said, yeah, then go, get, go to the game. You could DPR on the way, you could do that. You could take an hour or 45 minutes to focus on him and then get back at it. He goes, but by the way, what did you do all day? Uh, well, you know, I was messing around over there. You knew your son had a game. I did. You could have put all that stuff off that messing around and all that and just focused and got the job done. So you could, you could have just, you know, planned for it. I was like, ah, you're right. You know, it seems so. so simple, but when you're in the moment, you're like, yeah. you know, it, it's like the hardest thing <clears throat> in the world, you know, but it's so simple to plan for your family, you know. Um, the best advice I can give uh, those viewers is the reason it, it goes back to the verse, believe it or not, because it says, right, um, because fear has torment. We don't do it because we fear what the people that we work with are going to say or think about us. Hey, I can't talk to you right now, man. I got, I got work to do. Oh, well, you're better than us. Oh, well, you're this, you're that. Oh, you don't want just to sit there and chat. Well, it's not that I don't, but um, I, I, got, I got other priorities. We're not in the same. You might be single. You might want to do right. this. I got kids, bro. You know, I got to do whatever. Um, wow. Fear holds us back from what's important. Well, you know, it's like, you know, like me when I hang out and I gave up drinking, you know, and people say, hey, well, let's go to the bar, let's do this. And at first I was like, okay, I'll go. No, you know, I didn't want to be there. But now I was like, I'm behind doing that because I don't fear it no more. Yeah. 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 I, you know, even with your spouse, and then we're we're getting close to Valentine's Day, and we're starting to think, okay, it, like you said, let me buy them something because I might be kind of busy, or I might have someone shipping off to boot camp or whatever. Yeah, I don't yeah. know if I can make the time right. for Valentine's Day for for your spouse, your partner. 
um, you know, wh whoever is important in your life at that time. And it, it goes along the same way with the actions of love. You may not feel like it, you know, and I know as far as recruiting that you've probably had several things. You are married, you know, and you've stayed married. You held fast to that love for 21 years, which is amazing. That's huge, especially being an NC in the Navy. Whew, ridiculous. So awesome. Tell us how you did it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you got a patient, you got a patient wife. Is your wife super patient. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes yes uh so i am a, i am a lucky man because i'm not a perfect man um and none of us are perfect right um but i think you know um that as as spouses we have to understand each other's flaws and you know be able to accept that and grow through them you know and and, and, and put ourselves as servants of each other if that makes sense um, and, and what I mean by that is, again, uh, my marriage has been crazy, you know, and, I, and, I'll, and I'll be very transparent because, you know, God bless my wife. You know, she knows and she knows that this is our testimony. We were going to get a divorce. We were um, just because recruiting, you know, I, I won't lie. You know, recruiting does take a toll, the long hours to this you know, um, and, you know, the, the conversations that you have and, and for, and every spouse always tells you, yeah, baby, I, I have you, I have your, your career, I have this. Okay, cool. I'll, I'll go and I'll do this. But they really, they, they're really not saying that they don't, but there's more to it where you have to talk. Okay. Hey, let's really, really talk it out and see what's best for our family. Right. Because it wasn't until me and my rock, my wife just just boom, all right, I can't take this no more, where the truth came out. And I was like, yo, we've been married for like 15 years. Now you want to tell me that? You know, like, how come you haven't told me that before? She said, well, why haven't you done this before? I was like, so, you know, it's like, oh, okay. So it's easy to get cut up again, going back to what we're talking about, where you just get so focused on the, all the, what I call the white noise outside the bills, the kids, the house, the families, the this, the that. And then you hear, which you guys, we're supposed to walk united as one. We don't, you know, because all this stuff just comes. Um, and what helped me and her is, uh, one, you're, you have to be open with each other to the point where, okay, look, I'm not going to hide anything else. This is how I feel. This is what I'm missing in our relationship. And you have to just, it's going to hurt when you hear your spouse tell you the truth, but you have to take it in and put them first and vice versa. Then you work on it together. And, you know, and what, what helps us is we do things together now. Like, you know, it, it sounds so easy, but it's just doing it. Like we'll read together. Like I'll, we'll read a book. We pray together every night before we go to sleep. We pray together before I go to work or she leaves the house. Even after we eat dinner, we we made it a point to eat dinner as a family. My son hates it. I don't care, boy. Sit your butt here. You're gonna eat. I'm not hungry. Well, you're gonna be on the table with us. But that builds family bond. No phones. No nothing. Thirty minutes just talking. Simple things. But we always say we we don't have time to do that. Again, yes, you do. We just choose not to. It's that action, right? 
And so there's no, there's no secret to me is when I made her a priority when our marriage just came and when she made me her priority. So you both have to just make each other a priority. And even before the kids, as crazy as that might sound to some of you, because at the end of the day, what I realized, you know, with seeing it with my mom and my stepdad, you know, they put my, my sister, my brothers first and this, that, and then boom, they left. And their marriage was rocky. They ended up getting divorced, unfortunately. And the kids, they don't care. I'm not saying that your kids won't care, but your your husband, your wife, and you guys made that pact, um, make each other a priority. So that's what has helped me now. But it's just, again, now. <laughs> it's, uh, but you know, um, not to over talk the topic, but I, I would just encourage whoever's watching this video it's not too late. It's never too late. You know, we, it's every marriage goes through something. And if you want to make it work because you love that person, not their body, not their, their job, but that person, then you can make it work at any time. We did this. Me and my wife are stronger than ever, but we've only been stronger than ever for the, like the last year and a half. For the first wow. 18 something years of our marriage, it was, it was rough. It was very, very rough and rocky. But don't give up. Um, make your job a priority and it can't work. Just continue to hold fast. Hold fast. <laughs> hold fast. That's a good word. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> hold fast. You know, I just uh, thank you for being so transparent with us. Thank you for sharing all of your, your life experiences, because I know that there are others out there that could really use this insight. And what you have brought to the table is knowledge, you know, uh, 20, tw over 20 years of, of knowledge and experiences and what not to do. And we just thank you so much for being so open with that. Definitely, definitely. Uh, Marcy, thank you so much. And you have so much Navy knowledge and real life that anybody can follow, right? Whether you're in the military or you're a civilian, you can follow that same, a lot of the, lot of the lessons you teach, you taught here. And uh, man, thank you for being so humble and transparent. And uh, I really appreciate it. No, I appreciate you guys. I appreciate you guys, what you guys do. I mean, you know, people listen and they see, they might not like, but people are watching and they're always watching. So that you guys being consistent with it, especially, and even you, Jamie, with all the P PRT stuff, don't lose that. You're helping more people than you realize. Um, so just, uh, you know, hey, God bless you guys. It's hard for doing this. And I'm always here to support in any way that I can. Thank you so much. Thank you. And if you are interested in getting in touch with us or if you have questions for Master Chief, you can email us at e14podcast at gmail.com and we'll get them over to him so that he can respond. Or if you have questions for us, uh, also this episode will be on all of the platforms, Facebook, YouTube, uh, Instagram, Apple Podcasts, Spotify. So just uh, for for the masses to hear the, the knowledge that you've brought to us, we just really appreciate it once again. Well, thank you guys. Hopefully I can help somebody, even if it's through one thing, right? You know, um, it's just life experiences. So definitely. Thank you. Awesome. Well, 
please tune in next week. We have a, a, the final part to our three-part series of Hold Fast. And as always, we we thank you for joining us and listening. Fair winds. And following seas. 